You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Brandon Bowen is Charleston's retirement coach from BowenFinancialGroup.com. And my name is Kristen Charles here alongside Brandon on every episode uncovering what you want to know about financial topics and lifestyle issues that affect you when you're 55 and over. Brandon, most people listening assume what I have assumed this entire time, that we'll be in a lower tax bracket when we stop working. Mm. Aren't there a number of factors that could either lower or even increase our taxes when we retire? Oh, a number of issues that could cause that. And one of the big things that we talk about at our two-day retirement classes, I spend the whole first segment talking about our tax brackets, right? Because we've Mm -hmm. just had some changes. It reminds me of a couple that I have here in that live on Daniel Island, mm-hmm. right? He's 65 and she is 62. They've worked their whole life and saved about $1.5 million. Good for them. Yeah. They've done a great job. and uh, But the problem is most of that 1.5 is all in their tax deferred bucket. Hmm. Okay. So that's your money from 401k, IRAs, okay. so money that they haven't paid their taxes on. And so- We talk about the problem that our country is facing, the direction that we are heading, the four big things in about four to six years from now, we show a lot of data and the CBO research, Congressional Budget Office, Mm -hmm. that proves that in about four to six years, about 100% of the tax revenue that our government is bringing in is going to be eaten up by just four things that our government provides, and that is Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and just the interest payment on the debt. Oh, wow. Those four things are ballooning so fast, and we all know why on the first three. And then, of course, the interest payments as we keep raising interest rates back up. Our debt is ballooning. We have a big spending problem, right? And so Mm -hmm. the government, really, if the government needs to bring in more money, then they have one of two options, right? The first one is they have to spend less. Okay. And well, when, Kristen, they're not going to do that. That is not, they don't know how to budget like they budget in their own homes. They, they do not know how to do that with our money. They can't even pass a budget. I mean, much less control their spending. Right. And so, yeah, so they can't do that. So the other, only other option is to raise taxes. I show them the historical the last hundred years history of our tax brackets. And we see that we are in a, in a very historically low tax environment mm-hmm. right now. It's like taxes are on sale. Okay, so if you've been saving and contributing money all your working career over the last 30, 40 years, now that you are retiring, that is an opportunity because the tax brackets are at very, very low rates. And so what you've got to do like this couple on Daniel Island, right, with all of this tax deferred money, you've got to decide, do I want to, let's say taxes go up in the future, okay, Okay. in about four to six years. Let's pretend. Okay, we know taxes are going to go up in the future. Got it. (laughs) I know, I know. This isn't a stretch, but let's say taxes do go up for Uh some crazy reason, right? So you might even say, well, taxes have doubled. I'm just going to not spend my money. We're just going to only pull out what we need. We're going to just save and let it grow, okay? Mm -hmm. And that might be an option, but then you comes along seven, age 70 and a half when our required minimum distributions, right, the RMD, that's going to now force us to start pulling out, starts at 3.65%, and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger the longer you live, right? So they're going to force you now. And if tax brackets have gone up and ballooned because of the condition our nation is in and the, all of our programs and the interest on our debt, right, we've got a big problem, okay? Mm-hmm. You might have to pull out twice as much money just to get what you need to, to live on, 
Okay. Wow. So that's the first option. The other option that we are advocating and talking about and shouting from the radio mountaintops here is that let's take advantage of the current low brackets. Okay. okay. And so my clients from Daniel Island, they came in and they had really nice income. They had about $85,000 of guaranteed income okay. right now as being retired. They've got a nice pension, both social security checks and a nice annuity. Okay. So they've got 85,000. So all that's guaranteed. So they're never going to be less than that 85,000. Right. Okay. And so we looked at the current tax brackets and they're already in the 22% tax bracket. Mm. But I showed them, I said, do you guys see how you've got all this extra room all the way to 165,000 of income? That's when you would jump up to the 24% tax bracket. Hmm. You're only at 85 right? We got all the ah. way to 165. Do you see all this extra room? What we should be doing is proactively doing some Roth conversions. We need to start moving some of this tax deferred money that you've worked so hard for, right? The government's still waiting with their handout. Yeah. Why do we want to keep growing that account? Because you know the government's still going to get their cut. Mm-hmm. I would rather go ahead and pay off the government now at these lower rates. Right, because before most, they get higher. That's right. It's mostly going to be going up in the future. And think about this. If we were to go ahead and start getting money over to that Roth IRA, then the growth from that point moving forward through your 60s and 70s and 80s and however long the Lord blesses your life there, all that growth in your Roth IRA is completely tax-free. That's pretty nice to think about. I mean, it's that idea, would you rather pay taxes on the seed or on the harvest? Less on the seed, so I'm going to go with that. The harvest be a lot more. Tax me on this seed here so I can go plant it and do all the hard work and grow this thing over time. And then when it's time to harvest and I've got this big old harvest, I want it to be Mm tax-free, right? So that's the option that you have here, especially for for you listening. If you've got, if you've saved and you and your spouse or you have a lot of tax-deferred money that has not been taxed yet, you really need to focus in on that tax plan and decide how much do you want to start moving? When do you want to start moving it? And really the the perfect time that I like to start making these moves is once you retire, because yes, your income does come down, like you said, Kristen, mm-hmm. when we retire, comes down just a little bit. So that gives us an opportunity from retirement until 70 and a half, you know, divide it by how many years we got there and what kind of numbers you have over in your tax deferred and let's start putting a plan together. If you have a specific topic or question you'd like Brandon to address on the podcast, or if you'd like to get in touch and find out more, visit him online at bowenfinancialgroup.com. You know, speaking of taxes, Brandon, one of the most overlooked and perhaps most important aspects of Social Security is whether we'll have to pay taxes on those Mm -hmm. monthly benefits. And Social Security, just a big topic in general. How do you help your clients navigate these sometimes hazardous waters of social security, the choices, taxes, all of that. Yeah. And a lot of people think they don't have any control. There yeah. You just with file when you file. File when you file, get what I get, that kind of thing. But as far as the taxes question, yes, you we need to factor your provisional income, use the provisional income formula and look at, are there ways where we can get that taxable income down, which then is going to affect how much of our social security. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the craziest thing, the mind blowing thing there is up to 85% of your social security benefit can be taxed. Wow. Up to 85%. Oh my gosh, that is a lot. Yeah, but there's moves we can make depending on where we're pulling the income from. So so that's important. But yeah, as far as social security, you know, what's really heavy on my heart, I've got a client who they called into the show about a year ago, came in, he was right at age 70. 
And he just wanted a, uh, a full plan at this point. He had worked a long time. Actually, Kristen, he had worked at Neiman Marcus and Saks. Wow. So, I bet he had a nice wardrobe. Man, he, he dressed <laughs> nice. I mean, just a good looking older gentleman, you know, s- slim and trim, great shape, uh, looking good. I, you know, I just, I, I loved it, you know, cause I like trying to style a little bit too. But, uh, <laughs> so he came in, him and his wife. And so we put that plan together. And as we were looking at his plan, he, I noticed that his social security benefit was huge. It was really big. And he goes, yeah, Brandon, I waited till 70 before I started my benefit so I could let it get as big as possible. And I said, oh, okay, well, I mean, that's good. It's $3,100 a month, (laughs) his benefit was. So he did that. But the sad news is just this past week, I got a call that he passed away. I mean, he was only 71 now at this point. My goodness. Right. So his, his uh, wife had called in. And so, you know, we're, we're working through all of this, but it gets me to think about, you know, the social security gamble, the longevity gamble that we all have to decide on with social security. Mm-hmm. You know, if he would have came in at 65, when he, when he reached his full retirement age, I would have advised him because he wasn't working. He stopped working at that point. I would have advised him to go ahead and start that benefit just because, you know, no more earnings test. I mean, a lot of things that we, that I check off on the box, he would have fit nicely right there, but he waited. And so he's missed out on, I've already done the math. That's about $132,000. Wow. From starting it at his full retirement age versus, you know, waiting till 70. That's there. a huge so difference, Brandon. It's huge. And I mean, one good thing is hopefully his wife, hopefully she lives a long time because yes, she is going to get the widow's benefit. So she'll get his big fat 3,100 and lose hers. So she is going to get his big benefit, but she needs to live at least till like 85 for that thing to break even. So the big takeaway here is you've got to take a look at all of your options. A lot of people don't understand all the options and it might be based uh, filing based off of your own earnings based on what you've contributed over the years. We've got a spousal benefit available if you're married, right? So you could pull up to 50% of your spouse if maybe they were the, uh, the higher earner. If you're divorced, if you were married for 10 years or longer, all right, you've got a nice divorced benefit you could pull or a widow's benefit. But it's all about the timing of when we do this because you do want to watch out for some of these, these gotchas, uh, such as that earnings test I've mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to watch out for that. And, and bottom line, this social security, it should complement what you're doing with your other income sources. And investments, right? You don't look at just this one thing because, you know, if we can start Social Security sooner, then that might help us avoid or defer touching our own assets and and investments that we could, you know, grow or could be a a legacy, right? Social Security, it's just a a government annuity, right? So we want to decide. Because it's paying us over time. That's right. We just need to decide when we want to take it and make sure we file the proper way, understanding all the rules so it works nicely in our plan. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.